How are we doing, folks? Today's podcast is going to be about self-esteem and the, the sort of, as I call it, the self-esteem demon, right? That we, that we all have to sort of contend with, if you like, which is, um, you know, everyone, I think everyone has got their own unique journey with their self-esteem, okay? Coming up from childhood, adolescence, into adulthood, um, finding out who you are, um, and dealing with, you know, what you value in life versus what your peers value and how those things wrestle off against each other and ultimately where you find yourself between those things. So hopefully that made sense, but it sounds really fluffy. Uh, but I'm going to sort of unpack it um, over the next sort of 20 minutes and discuss, you know, my journey with my own personal uh, self-esteem, my self-esteem demon, you know, how, how that's impacted me through my life, through fitness, through um, business, and, you know, also some of the things that I've learned um, through my life to, to sort of temper it. And I'm not going to say I've, I've cured it and I'm suddenly, you know, just a self-righteous person that I can tell you exactly what to do to improve your self-esteem and feel great all the time, um, because that is, it's not the truth, okay? Um, so, yeah, start, start out for me, it really where I remember I suppose thinking about self-esteem is probably the same as everyone right it's um an adolescence like when you're in those teenage years that the sort of awkward years um and trying to find your space and for me growing up um something that I think that impacted me was definitely my body image okay I grew up when I was like uh, ages sort of 12 to 16 or 17 I was just constantly growing quite tall six foot three um and I was always tall and lanky and I remember it used to really it used to really upset me because people would <laughs> make comments like uh, lanky streak of pish you know I, I was just like a bit of a pushover I didn't really have um much muscle I was just this sort of really skinny gangly teenager and yeah, I struggled with that until I think about 16, 17, um, my dad eventually took me to the gym. And I suppose that's where you can say my, my fitness journey started, okay? Um, and I got into the weights and, you know, started lifting weights and developing a little bit of muscle mass. And I got a taste for how it felt to alleviate some of those self-esteem issues, right? To deal with that being lanky. I, th I thought I seen like the carrot on the end of the stick. You know, I can go to the gym, I can work on this and I can change my body. Um, and yeah, that was that was sort of the, the if you like, part, part of the story of my own self-esteem. Um, and throughout my life, I think, um, as, as we all do, something that's definitely recurring is the comparison, okay? And how damaging that is for how you value yourself and how you perceive yourself. So... When you, you know, when I was growing up looking out into the world, um, <laughs> the, the big thing was obviously the rise of the internet. And so it wasn't just the ability to see your next door neighbor, your friends at school, your peers, you could see everyone, right? Uh, MySpace, Bebo, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it, right? Just opened up uh, the World Wide Web, and then, you know, you don't just see your peer group that are close to you and local to you, 
you start to see them nationally. And of course, that means that just because of the way we are as humans, we don't tend to uh, look at the people who are um, average. We tend to look at the top performers. And then you start to compare yourself to that. So, you know, whether that's your physique, whether that's, you know, um, it could be material possessions, it could be jobs, it could be, you know, all these kind of, uh, I suppose, external validation, all these things that we can get, okay? Um, and you, you start to see those things more and more. You compare yourself and that starts to, I suppose, have a damaging impact on yourself. The steam erodes it because you see yourself, compare yourself to these things, and maybe you're not meeting the expectations that you've created in your head, or you're not meeting um, what you see as your peer group because you tend to look up the way. You don't tend to look down the way. At least I don't, okay? And so definitely comparison has been a, a running theme for me. I think it is for everyone, okay? Every, every person that I bring in as a client, a lot of the discussion that we have in terms of mindset can be either they're comparing themselves, especially in the client group that deal with over 30s, comparing themselves to their younger self, okay? So when they're in their 20s and maybe they're in their 30s or 40s now um, and how their physical appearance has deteriorated, how their fitness is not what it used to be, how they're not able to apply themselves the same way because they don't have the time and energy, because they have a job, because they have kids. And so that's one. <laughs> Two is comparison against these made-up standards that they either make through the media they consume, which could be social media, watching the TV, watching movies. And all of those channels have got a certain level of falseness to them. Okay? People don't actually <laughs> look the way they do on Instagram, on the TV, in the movies, um, or, or whatever media you're absorbing, a lot of the time there is some filtering going on. That can be actual filtering as in putting filters onto stuff. It can be filtering as in picking only the best pictures, if we're talking about physiques. It can be showing the best moments of their life. Okay, Not many people show the worst moments of their life. They tend to show the highlight reel. And so people... Um, that has an impact on people's self-esteem. Okay, it has a an impact on people's mental health. It certainly has for me, okay? And so, yeah, it, it's definitely a real common problem, I would say. And so how do we tackle it? Well, some, one of the ways that I personally have tried to confront this is number, it's to sort of change my viewpoint on it. Number one, is to reflect on how far I've come, right? Excuse it sounds, right? Constantly reflecting on the journey that you have traveled, appraising it honestly and being proud and actually feeling some positive emotions about things that you've done. A lot of times we are so busy on a little journey to the imaginary uh, point B where you think that your life's going to be all together your self-esteem and self-worth is going to be at its peak because you're going to achieve this thing that allows you to praise yourself and, and see that positive emotion. But the, the sort of, we get stuck looking straight through. Um, if you're driving the car, you're just looking straight through the windscreen. 
constantly looking at point B, right? And never actually turn around, look at their surroundings, look at where you've traveled, look at what you've done. Okay, and a lot of times I have to spend my clients actually getting them to do that, right? The huge part of my job as a coach is like, hey, like look at how much fat you've lost. Look at how much your mindset's changed. Okay, look at how much fatter you are, look how much stronger you are, look how much muscle you've gained. Look back at the person you used to be. Check the rear view mirror, right, once in a while. Look at the lovely scenery that you now have because of the choices that you've made, okay? I'm talking in metaphors. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot, of, a lot of my role is doing that, right, is, is trying to get people to actually reflect. And then secondly, is instead of that green-eyed monster, right, that comes out where we look at people and we look at what they have, if it's the body, if it's the business, if it's the um, the life that you want, you know, like whatever. Instead of instantly trying to drag those people down, okay, and I have been a hundred percent bad for this, hundred percent, like trying to pick them quite a um, pragmatic person. I try to look at people through the lens of you know, practicalities, like why are they in the position that they're in? What do they have? What advantages do they have? To try and pull almost them down to lift my own self-esteem up. Been really bad for us in the past. Still do it sometimes, yeah? Instead of doing that, actually seeing it as inspiration, okay? Starting to change the lens that I see it through. That I see someone that has something that I've got or something that I would like to have or a quality that I would like to acquire. I think that's awesome that they've done that. How can I do it? You know, how can I be inspired by their action or what they're doing? So changing from comparison to reflection and inspiration. That is the first thing I would, I would say to people. Um, comparison is a thief of joy. Uh, I'm pretty sure you see that quote <laughs> kicking around everywhere. It's the PT equivalent of live, laugh, love. Um, but yeah, so that would be the first thing or the first lesson that I've learned over time. And the second one, and this probably ties in a lot with um, me as a business person, okay? Like, it's just to move away from maybe fitness. The second lesson that I've had to learn is, is thinking about who I have to become and not who I have to become rather than what I have to do. I'd write this down. Let me just get my head in the game. Yeah, so who, who I must become rather than what I must achieve, okay? So, and the reason I've noticed this over time, getting to like the, <laughs> the ripe old age of 31, is I've achieved, not really big-headed, but I've achieved lots of things in my life. I've achieved lots of things. And whenever I get there, <laughs> it's very, there's this very brief moment of buzz like that was amazing. I'm, you know, I enjoy the positivity of actually achieving the goal and the buzz of it. <clears throat> and then, you know, it's instantly what can I achieve next? What's the next goal? Where am I going next? Um, and I think that's just part of my personality. I'm a striver. Yeah, I've got unrelenting standards. Oh, you could say, <laughs> I just constantly want to climb and progress. And, and that's probably deep rooted something with the, the self-esteem issues, like wanting. To continually push myself 
so I can get that self-esteem boost and feel good about myself. And so <clears throat> where I'm going with this is that instead of focusing on where you want to get to and what you want to achieve, focus on the person, like focusing internally on the person that you have to become to deserve to have those things. And I can't remember who it was. I, I think it's she's saying it was Tony Robbins. That's lessons from life. Anyone's heard of Tony Robbins? He's like a life coach. I remember like seeing him um, on TV on like some ridiculous infomercial um, when we, <laughs> we had Sky in my parents' house, and like Tony Robbins was on this like six foot ten American cheesy guy, top like life coach, comes on the stage and does all this positive affirmation shit, and you're just like, oh, God, man, it's too much. But I remember seeing a quote recently he posted up. About, um, about this uh, and I think it, it just caught my eye and I was like that really makes sense to me which is um, yeah like not focusing on the achievements but rather the person you have to come to deserve to achieve those things because when you look at it that way it's it makes you appreciate the journey more um, of achieving your goals and um, getting, getting what you want out of life I suppose and it also allows you to enjoy that journey more because you see it more as a set of qualities that you have to strive towards than just this tangible external validation of achieving something. Yeah, again, I'm kind of waffling, but I hope it makes sense. So, yeah, not focusing always on the achievement, but focusing on yourself and the self-development, I suppose, journey you get when you're trying to do things, whether it be changing your physique, um, whether it be pushing yourself in your work and your business, or whether it be um, anything like improving your relationships, <laughs> improving your family life, it can be anything at all. And yeah, this last one is probably I probably say the best of last year, which is to be value driven or value led as opposed to um, led by external validation, opinion led. Okay, so when I started off. Um, in fitness, I remember how much people's opinion of me as a personal trainer or just as a person used to affect me. Yeah. In my sort of teenage, late teens and early 20s, I really, really cared about what other people thought of me. I don't, I'm not saying that I don't care if people like it anymore. Uh, I'm just saying that instead, I'm not led by those opinions. Those are not the, the driving thing behind my decision-making process anymore. Instead, I'm led by, led by the values that I have, okay? Um, and how that changes things, I think, is because it means that you've got a set path that you can follow and keep progressing on. If you constantly chase validation externally through other people and other people's opinions, like if you're going down your path and you're being value-led, there is no doubt in my mind you're going to ruffle feathers. Someone's not going to like what you're doing. Someone's going to get upset about what you're doing. You know, it could be losing weight. Someone gets upset about the fact you're losing weight and it's making them look bad. It could be in your business if you're striving really hard and you're achieving uh, a level of success that threatens people and they might get upset at that. Um, if you are, I don't know, if you're 
trying to be better in your relationships and you know you start cutting out some some relationships you like because you don't feel that they're actually giving you any value for example sounds really brutal um then people are going to get upset so what, what i mean is like when you're value led and you go down that path it's almost um unavoidable that you're going to ruffle feathers and you're going to upset people with those values because not everyone values the same stuff number one and not everyone's values are stacked up in the same prior priority totem as you okay so if you've got like family business uh, friends lifting weights football fitness all these things if you stack them all your priorities up in your life like there's going to be problems that come from the way you stack your priorities up maybe your work is too high up and that upsets your family Maybe your family's too high up and it upsets your work. Maybe fitness is too high up and it's impacting your relationships. Yeah, there's lots of different ways that, this, that when you're when you're value led, there's lots of ways that you're going to ruffle feathers. But if you stay true to yourself and you stay, stay true to your values, then you, when you come come through um, those tough points in life, you will feel happy and content about the choices that you've made. Whereas if you go through life constantly chopping and changing um, the direction you're going based on the opinions, based on the external validation, then you will get to a point in your life where you will be really upset at the fact that you've done that. Yeah. And I know this because I've seen it in close family. I've seen it in friends. Um, I've seen them have that, that sort of uh, level of regret because they, they didn't live by their internal values, right? They got too caught up in the rat race and too caught up keeping the Joneses and, and all the other shit <laughs> that's involved. So I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has been a good insight um, to, yeah, the, the self-esteem demon. Everyone's got one in the back of their closet. Everyone has got... Um, that little demon that, that gnaws on you, that either compares you to others or downplays your achievements for greater achievements or simply is constantly chasing the, the imaginary be, right? The, the place that you're going to get where everything's going to be happening. And I think <laughs> definitely from suffering with, with those sort of issues that we have to learn how to temper those things, you know? So reflection and inspiration as opposed to comparison. Reflect on how far you've come. Be inspired by other people. Don't be jealous and don't be, um, don't be comparing yourself all the time. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know how hard they've worked. You don't know what, what advantages and disadvantages they've had. You really don't know. You don't know their story. You're just seeing a little glimpse, a window of their life. And so comparing yourself is, is not really helpful. Um, two, think about the person that you want to become rather than the things that you want to have and the things that you want to get. Think about the person you want to become. Try to become that person. It'll be a lot more helpful for you and your mental health than constantly just thinking about stuff, right? Which doesn't really matter, ultimately. And... Um, 
lastly, <laughs> I've already forgot. Uh, lastly, being value-led, right? Having some core values and having a way that you prioritize things in your life. Be unwavering about who you are, what you want to achieve, what you want to do. And don't be led by other people's opinions and external validation, because ultimately it will mean you aren't true to yourself and you will probably have regrets about it. If you do those three things, you'll hopefully temper some of those self-esteem issues, feel better, and do better. So yeah, I <laughs> hope that's helped. Has anyone got any questions? Who has been listening? If you have listened live to this, drop a hashtag live. If you have been listening to the replay, drop a hashtag replay. Why? It boosts it through the old algorithm and kicks it around so more people can see it and get the message out there. So I'm on the floor. Any questions? And I do have, sorry for Stefan, I've got a lot of, of the cold that Evie passed on to me, which was really good of her from last week. Awesome. Okay, I'm going to close it there because I'm going to go and enjoy some pizza. <laughs> Hope you have a good Monday night, folks. Catch you later.